The Supreme Court is expected to announce a decision before the end of this month about Trump's move to end DACA, or the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Act. DACA granted hundreds of thousands of people brought to the U.S. as children the right to work and study. As Kira Long reports, the impending decision brings added stress for one DACA recipient and her family in New York City. Like a lot of households during the pandemic, 29-year-old Rue's family is cooking together. Last month, the whole family watched as Rue's mother taught her younger cousin how to make Chinese breadsticks. She places the dough in front of him. Rue's cousin starts poking the dough with the end of the rolling pin. Rue's mother takes the rolling pin from him, flips it to horizontal, and shows him how to roll the dough out. Rue is a DACA recipient but we won't be using her full name because some members of her family are undocumented. When the pandemic hit, Rue's family lost their jobs and came to stay with her in New York. So if I count the members in my family, my, my two younger siblings, my two parents, and um, my four-year-old cousin and his mom, that's six. So it's like all of a sudden, I have six dependents. Rue is a hospital administrator, which means that right now she's also an essential worker and can't work from home. She's worried about getting the coronavirus and about spreading it to her family. But she has to keep working to cover her family's bills. She earns around $2,300 a month after tax, but rent eats up almost two thirds of that. And then um, phone bills is roughly 250, 750, and then utility is about 100. Um, Internet is about another 100. So that's, um, we're looking at, hold a second, 450, 1950. Plus food for a family of six, Rue's Metro card, and her student loan repayments. Things are tight for Rue, and they could get worse before the end of the month, which is the Supreme Court's deadline to decide whether President Trump's attempt to rescind DACA was legal. I wish it doesn't happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> How do you feel about that? It, it really is kind of hard to feel because I don't know what to feel. The Supreme Court's impending decision isn't about whether or not the DACA program was legal in the first place, but whether President Trump's 2017 attempt to terminate the program was legal. But Juan Escalante, an immigration advocate and DACA recipient, says that if Trump's actions are upheld, the DACA program is one step closer to being eliminated. Well, the immediate consequences of the program terminating would be you know, uh, felt uh, at, at all levels of society, right? Uh, you know, particularly you will see the, deep, the potential deportation of 700,000 people. In 2018, the Mayor's Office for Immigrant Affairs in New York estimated that 150,000 residents across the city benefited from the program. What would it mean to you if the Supreme Court decided that you had to, to leave? What would you do? As the saying goes, I will work my butt off. If Rue loses her status, she says her family won't have any way to pay rent or buy food. So her plan A is to get sponsored by her employer, and her plan B... Should that route fail, um, then I might have to... <laughs> I don't know. I might have to think about um, employing my earlier entrepreneurial uh, dreams and skills. I'm not going back to China. And I'm not going to marry someone so that I can have my green card. Getting married to become a citizen is a suggestion that Rue has heard from a lot of well-meaning acquaintances, but she thinks it's a step too far. 
Liz Uyang, a civil rights attorney who works with the New York chapter of the Organization of Chinese Americans, says that New York's high costs of living make it a hard place for anyone to survive at the best of times. It's even harder if you're undocumented and don't necessarily have a stable job. Often the DACA recipient may be the one who is earning money for the family. And during this time of COVID-19 and rampant unemployment, it could add devastation to already a very dire situation. Uyang says that DACA recipients like Rue are under a lot of psychological pressure right now. But Asian Americans are facing another pressure, too. Persons of Asian descent right now, U.S. citizens who are Asian descent, lawful permanent residents, and undocumented, have to fear not only getting COVID-19, but also being attacked. In early March, before New York's lockdown, Rue was taking the subway to church. My features are quite Asian. My black hair, my brown eyes. She took a seat next to a stranger. The minute I sat down, she got up. Like she shut, like she just shut up off her seat. She was so, so afraid of me. Like I'm the virus itself. Between waiting for the Supreme Court's decision, figuring out how to pay the bills, worrying about getting sick, and coronavirus era racism, all of this can add up to a lot of stress for DACA recipients like Rue. Audrey Pan is an organizer with RAISE, a nonprofit supporting Asian communities on the East Coast, which has been preparing for the DACA decision for months. RAISE is working with lawyers, brainstorming ways for DACA recipients to find work and health insurance if they lose their status, and connecting them to mental health professionals. A decision could come out any week. So we've been having bi-weekly meetings um, and for a lot of folks, this is just a space to really vent and really talk about how they're feeling right now, which is incredible anxiety, incredible amount of stress. Rue takes refuge from the stress by finding small moments of joy. Towards the end of April, she and her family were able to put aside their fears, just for a moment, for her brother's 12th birthday. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. It is also the first time Michael gets to celebrate his birthday with both of our parents. The first time in a very, very, very long time. It's these moments of happiness that drive us, that propel us forward, and that tells us no matter what, we will survive this together. I think that's the same for my work, and it's the same for my life at home, for my family. Rue, like many other DACA recipients, is facing a lot of uncertainties. Every day when she goes to work at the hospital, she worries about getting sick and infecting her family. But she says her family is enduring and won't disintegrate, even if their legal status does. Kira Long, Columbia Radio News.